Hello, listeners, and thank you again for joining us for another episode of The Stories Station. I'm Kay McCoy, your host, and today our featured author is the extra, extra Jan Jan Untamed. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm doing all right. This this month is almost over, so I'm, I'm really excited because next month is my birthday month. So cancer my- season, cancer season, <laughs> for those of y'all that didn't know. That Taurus season. Ah, Taurus season. I should have known you were a Taurus. I was thinking I was like either Taurus or Leo. One of the two. I wasn't sure. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, let people know who you are, what it is that you write, and all that good stuff. My name is I go by Jan Jan Untamed, and I write fiction, women's fiction, erotica, mostly. Mostly erotica. I like that you led with that. You're just like, listen, it's fiction and it's erotica, but that's what I do. Fiction. You know, the stories aren't erotica. The stories are more focused on the sex. But with my stories, my stories are really deep and really great, but they also have really serious sex scenes in there too, so... Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's To me, I call that a two-for-one special because you you came for the story and you still get good sex. Oh, definitely. You're going to get a two-for-one. Okay, well, since we're already on the subject, let's let's talk about your smooch rating for your stories because you you went in strong with that. So, <laughs> stories, would you give your overall work one smooch, two, three, or four? Four point nine smooches, definitely. <laughs> How did you come to that number? Very quickly. Very. I'm not saying nothing wrong with that, but it was very quick. <laughs> when you say smooch. Are we talking male, female, male, male, female, male, female, male, female? It could single. be anything. Yeah. I, I mean, we okay. we have authors here that have done male, male, non-binary, yeah. all yeah. of those stories. So. And I did like my last novel was a was a bisexual romance. Mm-hmm. So that that includes everything. It's not just sex, but like you, as far as romance as a whole, oh. like. Because when I think of romance, I always think of smooches, which is how I came up with the smooch rating. <laughs> 4.9, and my readers will agree. Definitely. I like that. So you, yeah. you already got your A1, day one fans. What what have they come to expect the most from your stories, besides, obviously, good writing and good sex? Well, they expect to go through all their emotions, you know, like they're happy, they, they're happy, sad, angry, jealous, you know, they go... They feel the feelings that my characters are feeling. And at the end of the day, they come to expect the masterpiece. Yeah. I love that about readers. Isn't that the craziest thing? We're like the only group of people who would literally say, oh, this story ripped my heart out. Here, please go read it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So you said your, your last story involved a, a bisexual couple or a bisexual person? Uh, well, Everyone in the book was pretty much, I'm not going to say bisexual because it was gay also, but mm-hmm. uh, it was a story. Do you want me to tell you what the story was about? Or? Yes, I do. So let's start with the, the title. Let's start with the title. So, so mm-hmm. she, she basically, in a way, chose him because she knew that he was unavailable. He would just be no strings attached. And then he went and fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. And she's got her own issues to contend mm-hmm. with on top of him now being in love with yeah that and the is t- good <laughs> it's immoral that's the title of the book and the reason that they even that's the reason why they even got together because they're both nymphomaniacs mm-hmm. you know 
feet. And that to them is like the greatest thing ever because all the things he doesn't get to do with his husband because mm-hmm. some past trauma that he, sexual trauma that he experienced, she's into it. You know, she's into all of his kinks and all of his, so that's what initially bonds them. That should definitely be a book club read, I think. I think a lot of people would have questions on top of questions on top of questions with that read because there's so many intersections there. There's so much to be discussed and unpacked as to why he even fell in love with her. Was it just the fact that she was into all his kinks and he felt more free to be himself with her? There are so many parallels. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you that's what started it off was their sex because they have, you know, great sex, but they Mm -hmm. spend more, you know, the time it's her as a person. He falls in love with who she is. Mm -hmm. Wow. There's so much to unpack with that. And I I would love to hear what your readers are saying about that. So um, yeah. well, of course they do, but I'm, I'm surprised as far as like, because what, what made you decide to to share with your readers for Jan Jan Untamed that you write under the pseudonym? What what brought that about? And it's because of my readers. You know, I have dedicated readers who read anything I write. Like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff I write is controversial, so it doesn't really appeal to a lot of romance readers because it's not romance. You know, women's fiction gets grimy. You know, it, you know, you might go through the mud before you get your happy ending, or if you ever get a happy ending, where with romance they expect that love they expect that build up they expect mm-hmm. that happy ever after and they expect it to be pretty you know and they mm-hmm. want it to be pretty they want it tied up in a bow with a ribbon and all that stuff that mm-hmm. I don't do well that that's something that a lot of people have begun to debate about especially over on TikTok and that's um as as myself as being a mm-hmm. contemporary romance writer and then you also writing women's fiction and things like that do you feel that people are starting to include what you write into that as well? I mean, like you said, the majority of romance readers, they want that, the H-E-A, but now people are starting to really recommend H-N-F, happy for now, or yeah, H-F-N, or happy for now. People are starting to talk about more, I guess, quote unquote, realistic topics. Do you think that that is changing the way people view romance reads now or is it just kind of a, a trend for now I hope it is I hope I really hope it is because I have readers who say oh that's romance you know mm-hmm. but I have people who oh no that's not romance he's this he's that you know I don't think he redeemed himself enough and this and that and that and that mm-hmm. it gets a little bit hard especially you don't know you know you want to appeal to people but you also yeah. want to speak to yourself yeah. I always say my, my first reader, my first audience was myself <laughs> because mm-hmm. I've written stuff that I just simply thought nobody would read. So when I hear about your stories and you have this dedicated readership, it mm-hmm. gives me hope. And I'm hoping that any author who listens to this feels the same way because in the end, you, you decided to write what you wanted to write and it's working for you. So what do you attribute to that besides your your A1 readers? What do you feel like you've done anything differently than any other author who writes in this genre at all? Well, you know, I never like really give myself any credit. Like all these years and stuff, I never talked about, oh, you know, I'm a good, I'm this and that, you know, because that's not me. But I am a good, I, I, I am a good writer. Mm-hmm. But that being said, a lot of stuff that I read because we as black women were raised to be conservative for mm-hmm. the most part, 
we really are like yeah. and it's okay and it's perfectly fine but it tends to rub off and we tend to like maybe attack people who are not like sometimes I act for not sticking to what I'm supposed to be doing like I'm not supposed to be writing gay men I'm not mm -hmm. supposed to be writing now it's sad because it's only black women who can't do these things or yeah. you know like in my other groups they basically could do whatever they want and no one says oh you hate black women no one says you know your way to bring down the black woman and this I'm like I'm writing erotica okay this is not a, a feel-good story you're not supposed to come into this with the mind you know bring your politics into this story they don't belong here it's my I wrote it okay with, without your politics without your politics in mind I love that you own that so freely you, you this is my work I wrote this so I I appreciate you for that because that is a hard thing for anyone to just come up and say yes this is my story and i wrote it but mainly because the genre in which you write in like thank you for that because it's it's a hard thing to stand behind your work and i see people dig their own graves on twitter trying to backpedal about something that they wrote and it's like listen your name is on this book you you yeah. have to be able to say this is my work and and stand by that so you do yeah. How how did that come to be for you as far as your, your writer's journey? What what's your origin story? Well, I started writing in the third grade. <laughs> like um I didn't just wake up one day and I was a good writer. Well, I never took any classes or anything, but it was just it was gifted to me. But my ability to write and tell a story, it was gifted to me. I didn't learn it in a classroom, you know, I didn't borrow it from someone else. This is me over the years you know this is what i get this is this is my story but like i started in the third grade writing stories but as, as i got older they started getting darker and darker and darker until when i was in adulthood i was writing like non-con dubcon that kind of stuff and i never published anything and i never let anyone read it either because i was ashamed you know i didn't want people to read me writing this dark stuff and judge me and think this and that even though it wasn't true you know, these are things from my imagination. I still worried because it was taught to me. You know, I grew up in the Pentecost, in the Baptist, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <Oof>. So, <laughs> but even if you weren't born in the Pentecost and the Baptist, you know that we were expected to live by certain standards and stuff yeah. as Black women. Mm -hmm. We were expected to behave and we were expected to do this and, and to do that. And it wasn't until like I started I published a story on Wattpad just yeah. to see. Just to cut so your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I put a story on Wattpad and everyone was like, this should be mainstream. You know, this should not be sitting on Wattpad. So I sat at the kitchen table and I published it and it, I didn't have an editor or anything. Like, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I sat at the kitchen table and I published it by myself. I did mm -hmm. a Google search. I did watch YouTube videos and that's how I learned how... I picked the first cover artist I found. I just chose them because, hey, <laughs> someone who popped up on Facebook picked them. And I just sat. But the thing is, even though, you know, mm -hmm. I put a lot into it. It might not look like it to readers. And they're like, oh, why does this look like, like, look like this and this and that? I put a lot of effort into that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of bravery. It took bravery to publish A View from the Bottom because it's about again it's about a married man who has an affair with 
a prostitute that he picks up on Christmas Eve, you know, when he's feeling depressed. I, I, I love it because those are the things that people don't talk about. And I love that you, not, I wouldn't even say you're brave. I just think it's about damn time that people mm, I, are starting to read that and starting to like really say, okay, yeah. this is also fiction. Yeah, but it did take bravery. It mm -hmm. did take bravery for me to jump out there and to publish that knowing that mm -hmm. I was going to, yeah. you know, a lot of, it did. And I, and every, anyone who came before me who wrote something that offended everyone, but they mm -hmm. had to tell their story, they were brave too. Because yeah. there's people scared to write what they really want to write because they don't want to offend readers and they want to make a lot of money. But I want to make a lot of money too. And I'm hoping that the quality of my work eventually will catch the right eye and then it will happen for me. And that, there it is. That's the recipe right there. You, you got to write what you want to write and, and make sure that it's done well and something that you can stand by. And, and when you put it out there, just hope that you you find your readers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have, I found a wonderful tribe of readers. Mm -hmm. I really have. And now, do like, you have a name for your, your group of readers? Because I know some people say like everyone has like a Facebook group or a Facebook page and they, yeah. they call themselves like uh, Jay Nell. She, uh, I think she goes by Jay Nell Naughty Neighbors or Moe's Corner for Mo Flames. Do you do you have a name like that for any of your readers? I don't think so. We don't have one. That, no, we have to come up with one. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just talk. I never thought about it, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. I never thought like calling them this or that or whatever they they're cool <laughs> yeah, and they stick I, by well definitely yeah. they they said listen this is my author and i'm gonna stick by her <laughs> like i i love that so is, are there any other projects that you're working on now? I know that you're getting ready to go to an event in September. Uh, a few more authors that uh, have been on the podcast will also be there too. So I, I wanted you to tell me a little bit about that. Make sure I got the acronym right. Is it B-W-S-A-L or am I missing something? <laughs> no, it, it's B-W-S-L. S-L, there it is. I was adding something. So what, what event is this for? And is this a place where your readers can uh, meet you in person? Yeah, well, it's going to be in Canada, Niagara mm -hmm. Falls. And um, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there um, probably all the days to speak with readers. All the days? I thought it was just like, is it for more than one day? <laughs> yeah, it's like a little event. I think it's over oh, a couple. It's like, yeah. oh, so it's a full conference. Like y'all really, ooh. So we got rooms and stuff. <laughs> rooms and everything. I wish I could go. That sounds really dope, though. Like a whole conference. So, what can people uh, expect uh, to to find when they go to this event? My itinerary that I believe they can find on the website. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, please don't make me say the acronym again. I already no. messed it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have my memory is, is shot. Well, you're doing all this writing. It's kind of hard. You you got like what twenty tabs in your head right now on top of. <laughs> Where you? I'm working on three novels at once. Wow, you you can work on more than one novel at one time. Yeah, but it takes me a long time to publish. Eventually, publish one. Like I average but, two a year. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's two a year. You know how many people want to publish just one? 
yeah two a year is a great that's a great goal like that's a I think that's great if that's what you're averaging so by all means (laughs) I don't rush anything because I feel like I found that when I write on my own time when I want to write is when I write my best stuff as opposed to putting myself on deadlines and forcing myself to push this out to get this out I want to get it out but I want it to be perfect you know I want to remember it do you give your editor a date of when you want it done or you just come to them once it's done and say okay take your time do your do your thing yep yeah, I can totally respect that because I, I tried to do the whole scheduling thing on time and then editor was like, uh, nah, fam, you need to fix this. And I was like, wait, what? That was that was perfect. And then it's like, nah, it needs a little cleaning up, a little grammatic. I'm like, oh, I can't. When you see posts about authors saying, oh, well, we have to push back the date of the book because it's not quite ready yet. Do you feel like that's just something you shouldn't do, especially for like your readers, like your your A1 readers? Or do you just feel like that's something you try to avoid as an author yourself? Well, the first one thing I've learned is people are going to do things their way. You know, they're going to do what they want to do and they have the right. You know, who am I to tell them they're doing it wrong or they shouldn't do this or that? Because I'm going to do what I want to do, too. That's true. So, on there and tell people you push it back, push it back. But that's that's why I just prefer to not until I'm one hundred percent sure. People mm-hmm. never know. I don't make any promises. And like new readers, though, like new readers who come on, they sometimes, <laughs> well, when's the next book? When's the next book? Because they don't know that, you know. I think it's just because they're so excited that they found you as a reader. They just want to read all your stuff. Like they just need yeah. it because they're so like oh, wow, this, this author is amazing. I need to read everything. And it's like, um, I have a backlist. <laughs> like, yeah. this, this should cool you off for a little bit. Books. <laughs> I have a new reader. She read like 11 of my books so far. And, and she has like one left, but I saw a thread where she's mentioning me and the author was like, yeah, you know, she's like, I hope she publishes another book soon. And then one of my, one of my you know, I don't want to call them old heads, but so I was doing me for a while, you know, yeah. she was like, I don't like to rush authors when they're doing this or that. She said, well, I'll rush her. <laughs> I was like, oh, please don't. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, previous readers see, they're like, okay, listen, she, she normally gives us about one or two books a year. Yeah. I could just imagine like the meme that she would follow that with like, huh? Yeah. Like, Last year, I fell off. I fell mm-hmm. off the grid. I, I went off social media. And mm-hmm. uh, I didn't release any Jane Jane Untamed books. But I did release two Mary Jane Manson books. But they didn't know it. So they assumed I hadn't released anything. Uh-huh. But that's the reason why I told them that, hey, they, you know, these two books are out there if you guys want to read them. But mm-hmm. warning, darker, you know, delving into some even some darker subjects. And I've been avoiding. Mm-hmm. I'm really pushing myself. Mm-hmm. with these new Mary Jane Manson novels and they're pretty like graphic in all the ways triggers everywhere so warning triggers triggers most of my books if you have triggers or anxieties I'd probably pass on most so of that's them. for both of your books for Jan Jan Untamed and for your pseudonym as well yes okay so my next question was going to be now do you do you give a disclaimer because I know some authors are on the fence about that because they're just saying you should read it and find out where others are saying you don't want to scar your readers so yeah I um I do well I did 
mm-hmm. now people automatically people who read me automatically know but here's mm-hmm. the thing about trigger warnings and i don't care who gets mad you post a big ass trigger warning on there and say hey this book has this this that this that that and the other in it and then somebody will get in the in the reviews one star this book has everything she mentioned in the trigger warnings in it and i was triggered and then i'm the best guy you know what i mean there is always one reader always or they say oh well i didn't need the disclaimer it's like so why am i getting the one star because you chose not to read the disclaimer it wasn't going to be pretty it wasn't going to be this and it wasn't you chose to read it if someone warns you heed the warning that means you too don't think oh well that doesn't mean me i'm no that means you too if you have any (laughs) anxieties or anything like that then I'm just saying, you know, my books are, are great. But like I said, they're going to take you through some emotions. And a lot of people, when they're reading, they don't want to go deep. Some people just read for, you know, mm-hmm. a little, and, uh, there's uh, those yeah. of us who dive right in, you know. <laughs> I, I, I write dive right in kind of stories. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to lose yourself. You know, yeah. and, I, and I, when I read those reviews that say I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't do anything until I finished this book that's what keeps me going people say this book was an absolute masterpiece that's what keeps me going mm-hmm. i love that it's like it's literally it's stoking the fire like okay yeah just mm-hmm. y'all don't know how much it warms my heart when you say those kind of things in the review <laughs> yeah and there's yeah. a lot of lady was mm-hmm. like i ordered pizza for the kids <laughs> It's like, listen, <laughs> team, no sleep until I finish yeah. this novel. I, was, I, I read all day and through the night to finish this book. That what, for me, you know, like it's better than, than I don't know. Like, yeah. it's, I might high, not... it's high up there on that list. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep me going when I'm not getting rich every day, you know? That part. <laughs> <laughs> it sustains you. <laughs> until yep. until that that screen that screenplay comes in and that movie offer comes in it's like now i'm i'm still going right after the, you know this movie drops but for now <laughs> the fire's warm <laughs> yep. yeah so my final question to you and this isn't really a question for me but for the authors who may be listening to the podcast what advice would you give them someone who is maybe writing something that's completely out of their their norm someone who is writing a story that may have to have a disclaimer or they feel like there might not be an audience for it what advice would you give them well i write for myself first mm-hmm. so i'm always going to be pleased with what i do and you have to write for, i don't you know if, I don't know. I guess we all write from different places. Some people write for money. Some people, I see people who say they write it for money, you know, and I see people who say they write for this, but for me, I love it. And if you love it, just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Do it for you. Even if people hate it, just keep going for you. Yeah, that sounds like good advice to me because again, my first reader was myself. Yeah. and that and that will not change I no. even my rough draft I'm like to me I know mm-hmm. in my mind I think it's a masterpiece but I know my editors might disagree <laughs> and that's just the nature of the beast so yes. yeah well I gotta say thank you Jan so much for joining me for today's episode of the story station I cannot wait for more people to discover your work so you can keep building your tribe we we just got to come up with a name for them that's all 
I feel yeah. like for what you write, you you need people need to be able to say, "Hey, you read Jan Jan and oh, okay, come through, come through." <laughs> yeah, come through. You won't mm -hmm. be disappointed. <laughs> but see, I think you might need to get some T-shirts. Just have one that says "Disclaimer," and then have both of your pen names, <laughs> and just say, "Listen, if you read this, this is this, this your disclaimer right here." Right. Right. I think that would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> I, yeah. I like all genres, whatever you like. If you like medieval stories, I have them. I have post-apocalyptic, historical, fantasy. Day one is just all fantasy. Um, Jackson Wild is just erotica, vampire stories. I love writing like paranormal, but they're not all paranormal. I have some modern contemporary, whatever you like, I have it. You know how happy that makes me. My little what? geek heart is so full. <laughs> I love historical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All like Magnificent is Broadway was set in the 20s. And um and the Butcher Beaumont was set pretty much during the Crusades, you know? So you get a lot of um it's not really the Crusades because I But didn't you want still went there, like you went biblical yeah. for a second. I was like, wait, oh yeah, where do I start? <laughs> A book about a Christian named Christian, <laughs> and the and the main character—that's what she calls them because she hates Christians. You know, Christians back they did some pretty terrible things in the name of Christianity back during the Crusades. Mm -hmm. Before the Crusades, they've been doing terrible things since the beginning of history. Yeah, honestly, that's one thing that has not changed: raping, pillaging. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They and the Butcher of Beaumont—that's is when the book is set. So she hates Christians and she hates, and his name is Christian. So his name is Christian Beaumont. She calls him a Christian name Christian. As a slur, you know? Yeah, I like it. I could just imagine it. Christian with the name yeah. Christian. I could just imagine the venom dripping off her mouth like, oh, can't stand your ass. But they, like, but they end up liking each other a lot. But Butcher Beaumont, I write adventures. Butcher Beaumont is an adventure. It's going to mm -hmm. take you through some things. Thank you. I think we need that for this, at least for me. I can't speak for everybody, everybody listening, <laughs> but y'all definitely go and check out her work. Please feel free to let people know where they can find you on your socials. Are, are yeah. you in those Twitter streets? Are you on TikTok? Where can they find you? I'm terrible, <laughs> I'm terrible with social media, but this year I'm going to come out of my show a little bit. I am on TikTok, Jan Jan Untamed, uh, Instagram, Jan Jan Untamed, Facebook, Jan Jan Untamed. If you want to message me, Jan Jan Untamed at gmail.com. Jan, yeah. I'm you pretty got them all unlocked, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, my books on Amazon. Mm -hmm. All of them. Mary Jane Manson novels, too. I remember the Mary Jane Manson novels are a little bit taboo. Like, I'm going to delve into some taboo stuff. I haven't yet, but it's coming. Mm -hmm. Well, no, that is good to know. Again, that y'all heard it here first. That, listen, if you need disclaimers with your stories, keep it moving. Right. But if you if you're ready to go there, yeah. <laughs> check her out. Yeah. So, again, I'm Kay McCoy, the host of the Story Station. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you again, Jan Jan Untamed, for being here with me today. And I look forward to reading some of your stories. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>